First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Ernie Tallarico and Abdul Vohid. Do I say any of that correctly? You said it all correctly. Okay. Good morning, Ernie. How are you? Good morning, Bill. How are you? Good. So uh, we're talking about, uh, with, the, uh, with the rescue mission, about homelessness in Utica. And I have to say, and, and when we were speaking with Habaika on the way out, um, we were both telling stories of what we saw just this week when it comes to uh, to homelessness. What's going on? I have a feeling uh, what I saw seemed to be drug-related, but what's going on? Well, that's it. And uh, we're here because we want to spread the message that the rescue mission is here to help anybody that's in that situation, whether yeah. it be addiction, whether it be homelessness, whether it be mental health. So we're here. Our doors are wide open. Um, we are, we've eliminated really any barriers for entry into our shelter. Um, there's a couple instances where we cannot house individuals. Um, that would be sex offenders, arsonists. But other than that, our doors are wide open. Like, okay. We have a case manager, and he's come with me today, uh, Abdul Vohid. Uh, he's came through the homeless shelter and been very successful in his life, um, come full circle, and is now a case manager. And he assesses uh, all the individuals that come in. Uh, we meet them right where they're at. They're a person to us. They're not a yeah, number. Yeah. So we look at the whole person, and we begin to set a platform for them to be successful and then obtain housing in their lives. All right. And, Abdul, I'd, I'd like to ask you, what, um, when in, in your experience, what made you become homeless? Uh, thank you for having me, Bill. Thanks. I appreciate everything everything you do. Thank uh, you. My addiction. My addiction made me become homeless. Okay. Uh, with my addiction, uh, incarceration, prison, eight years. Uh, got released from prison with $40 in my pocket. They says, hey, listen, you got $40, go go do what you want to do, you know. Mm. Uh, I was lost. I was completely lost. Yeah. You know, I didn't know where I was going to go, what I was going to do. Uh, I know $40 wasn't going to last me two yeah. hours. Yeah. So, what, how long ago was this? Uh, 2000, I was locked up from 2013 to 2020. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and one thing about being incarcerated, you know, because I was in a maximum, I was in Elmira Mm -hmm. and, uh, being in the cell for 23 hours a day, you know, uh, and nobody calling you and nobody getting in touch with you, everybody, including, I'm sure you guys reached out, God help me. Yeah. You know? And I just listened. I just, you know, just listened to take it day by day. And, you know, I kept on asking God to show me, just stay with me, stay with me, stay with me. And he's been with me through this whole path, wow. through this whole uh, journey I've been through. And it's been a remarkable journey. You know, I'm, I, I'm not here to say that uh, prison has changed me, but I think in a, a better way than I was before. Yes, I have a college education. Yes, I had the the picket fence and the two children. I lost that all because of my addiction. Oh my god! And uh, walking this journey, and this happened later in your life. It later seems. in my yeah. life, correct? Wow. Uh, later in my life, but walking this journey now is an amazing journey because I guess I'm the voice for the voiceless. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there is a lot of uh, homeless people that aren't seen in our community, mm-hmm. uh, they know that the mission is is a safe place. You know, uh, what I do, like Ernie says, you know, I'm a case manager there. Meet them where they're at. You know, there's a lot of trust issues that they don't uh, 
they don't trust a lot of people. But anything that walks through our door at the, at the emergency shelter, I can relate to. I, I, I do have some questions, um, Abdul. The uh, what was the what was the drug of uh, that was your problem? The drug of choice. I started when I was in college. I got introduced to cocaine okay. uh, when when I was in college, and it just continued. You know, yeah. just continued, and then I started cooking it up, and that mm. took too long. So I started buying crack, and that was my demise. You know, wow. that, that was my demise. So you were able to somehow handle the uh, the cocaine, which really, but you were. But once it it went to that next step and kept getting worse, you needed more. You needed absolutely, yeah, absolutely. wow. And then uh, when you say um, you know they call it the uh, New York State Corrections System. Yes, they. Do. Um, it's supposed to correct, and a lot of people criticize and say it doesn't. But it seems like um, I mean you're saying you got out in 2020. 2020. That's wow. correct. And and you feel that I mean, by the time you got out, had you kicked the habit? Had you your life changed? My my my, uh, how can I say? My addiction, my cravings is gone. You know. Yeah. Am I an addict? Absolutely. Uh, but I believe I because of the mission, I've got a great support network around me. Guys that know my every detail. If I'm doing something wrong, they'll pick me up. Something I never had before. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, you know, go to meetings. and uh, uh, But the, the, the payoff is, you know, the guys coming into the mission. You know, that helps me. That helps me. Very interesting you say that. I've always believed that for some people um, – being able to help others is actually a therapy in itself. Absolutely. Do you, do you believe that? Absolutely, Bill. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Is, is the, is the uh, when you say it helps you, it's because you know you got to be doing the right things because they need you. So you can't go off on a wrong path because then you're letting other people down. I, I think that's part of it, you know, but I, the most important part is, you know, and I, I, don't, I don't put the spirituality out there a lot, but... I've got God in my life, you know, yeah. and it's changed me dramatically, you know. But yes, you know, uh, because I have to stay sober or clean for, for them, but mostly it's for me, you know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. I wouldn't be able to do the things that I do if I wasn't, yeah. you know. And I have to say the mission has given me a second chance at life, you know. Uh, here I am a felon, okay, here I'm an addict, you know, now I'm on – now. Everybody in Utica is going to know, you know, but I really, it doesn't make a difference to me. You know, yeah. it's about getting the word out about how the mission changed my life, you know. And if, and again, if it wasn't for the, I'm just, I'm just one of thousands of voices yeah. that yeah. the missions are, that changed. And, and, and you're, uh, you lived in Utica your, your whole East life? Utica, yeah. 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 So, and when you say um, people are going to recognize oh, you, they're going to recognize your name, your face, um, that's it. It's, great deal of bravery to uh to come forward absolutely well i'm not ashamed anymore yeah you know when i was using i was ashamed yeah you know but i'm, I'm clean and sober now yeah and and i'm I not ashamed anymore that's a story that we want to bring to individuals that are listening or hear this or yeah. anybody who's on the street that's homeless or addicted there's hope yeah i mean this is a real story here and this happens all the time at the rescue mission people come in and they do make the changes in their lives and move on. Now, there's cases where we continue to have to help them. They come back, but our doors are always open. Yeah. Um, I'll ask just a couple more questions. Uh, Abdul, uh, family, have, have you say that, uh, that 
has your family been able to forgive you for this? Have you been able to do any re or is, is unfortunately I did too much damage with my yeah. family, yeah. Uh, specifically my two boys who I love dearly. Uh, but I realize that I can't dwell on that. I can't put expectations yeah. Yeah. on certain people or certain things because that'll bring me down. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, it's amazing because I have to say this yesterday, uh, an ex-client came in. We got him. We got him everything that he needed to do. Yeah. And in tow was his child, you know, which he didn't have. You know, so I thought in my mind, I says, okay, you know, he can do it. I can do it. And even though I have more clean time than he does, but you know, it's it's, yeah. it's just yeah. amazing. It was amazing seeing his 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 kid Him in tow. So kid. I think I, I think yeah. about I think about that. You yeah. know what I mean? Wow. That's an amazing story, and and this leads to uh, oftentimes drug abuse. It leads to the homelessness that we see. There's something. There's some reason why because there's so many places where you can get help. Yes, um, something is leading to that, preventing them from getting help and and becoming homeless. So. And I think that's you know that's what we've been doing. I know the city put a big push on. Um, and, and we're grateful for, for the mayor. He brought a bunch of agencies together uh, and said, you know, we have to start tackling this homeless issue. Um, so we've been out there uh, on the streets, the rescue mission. Uh, Abdul goes. Uh, he'll go out in the morning just to engage the homeless population. Uh, yeah. You have to build a relationship with them. And, and what a great uh, story that Abdul has uh, you know, he can say, listen, I've been there. You know, yeah, I know yeah. what you're going through. And when you know what somebody's going through, that opens doors right there in itself. And um, have a friendly face and just build the relationship with them so that they understand there is a place for them to go um, and, and get help. And they don't have to be homeless. It's yeah, not yeah. something that they have to be. And I don't think anybody ever grew up and said, I want to be homeless, you know, but you have to uh, pay, peel back those layers right. um, so that you can get uh, that, that relationship with them. So hopefully you can get them some help. All right. So um, if somebody were listening or they know someone or the, uh, how do you just show up at the rescue mission? Just come right to the rescue mission. Yeah. We are 203-205 Rutgers Street. That's our emergency shelter. Uh, we will meet you where you're at. And, um, you know, all of our services are online, org, or you can call 315 735 one six four five. But if you're out there and you need help, please just come to our doors and we will help you. All right, uh, Ernie, thank you. Thank you. And Abdul, thank you for uh, doing what you're doing and Thanks. telling your story. You bet, Bill. Thanks, All right. Bill. We'll break. Um, oh, uh, Wayne has a question on uh, f- uh, of the rescue mission. Hi, Wayne. Go ahead. You're you're on. Hey, I just wanted to know what what is uh, you know what is his opinion on uh, you know the panhandlers. In Utica. Yeah, what, uh, all right, I'm going to hang up and let him, let him Thank answer. You. Thank what you. What is, uh, you know, some say you see them get around, they go out and they, they hop in really nice cars and drive off almost yeah. as if it's a scam. Yeah. Is it a scam or yeah. what's going I, on? I will say this, that um, many of the panhandlers we know, um, I've seen them, they've been in our shelter. Yeah. They're welcome in our shelter. Okay. Uh, so I would say if if anything, um, you could point them to the direction of the services, services that are provided. I know often time the, the city and, and the, even our workers um, will tell them, about our services or yeah. other services, but okay. many of them have been with us, and uh, okay. and a lot of times, yeah, that's that's not really what's going on. There's more behind the scenes. Okay, yeah. there's more than the the, the the message that's on their yes. sign. Okay, fair enough. All right, gentlemen, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank Appreciate you. it greatly.